No. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of The Essentials, two unqualified 30-somethings in the city, talking all things life, love, and the grind. I'm Ryan O'Sullivan, and with me, as always, is Sean Allen. How you doing, Sean? I'm good, man. What's going on? Good to be back. So how's everything been going with you? I know you did a little, little trip out of the country. Yeah, nice little excursion. Little nice little excursion up north. Um, actually went up to Montreal for the first time. You know, I'd never been um, to Canada at all, let mm. alone Montreal. So it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. You know, it's, it's surprising because we spent a lot of time in old Montreal, which is um, just a neighborhood in Montreal. And it was beautiful. It was all cobblestone streets. You know, it was all like very European with the architecture and the layout yeah. of the neighborhood. And then, of course, everyone's speaking French. Yeah, it's like a so, whole. Like, yeah. It's like Europe. It's like France, right? It's a totally different. Yeah, exactly. Culture. And then, so we're like doing our best to, you know, practice French and and learn French and stuff. What'd you like pick that. up? Anything interesting? Uh, je m'appelle Ryan. That's it. And uh, there was, yeah, uh, that's my name. <laughs> and then, you know, a couple other things like je ne sais quoi, and then, like that kind of just means, um, I don't know what to say, kind of mm. thing like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then, like, even just pronouncing, like, the names of the restaurants and the, the bars and stuff that we went to. Like, we, we yeah. spent some time at this really fun spot. It, it's not called this anymore, but it used to be called Les Chapanneries. And now it's called um, Mason Vu St. Paul. So it was uh, a lot of fun just sort of practicing with that. And then, you know, you ask, yeah. you ask the locals when you make friends with them and stuff, you know, oh, how do you say, like, can you help me say this and help me say that, stuff like that. And they're good people, right? As much as Canada Everyone, gets a bad rap, right? Is, is it not a freaking pretty I badass mean, culture out there? Everybody was, you know, so friendly and so nice there the first example was when we first got there we were kind of walking up and down the streets of downtown just trying to figure out what to do you know we were there a little bit early so we couldn't check into our airbnb or anything yet and we're at like a street corner and i see somebody like walking up to me and Normally in Chicago, if someone's going to come and walk up to you on the street, it's usually like a homeless yeah. person or something and they're begging for money, stuff like that. So I was like, okay, great. Here we go. And the guy's like, oh, are you guys from around here? You need help, you know, getting around where you're yeah. trying to go. Like, instantly going out of their like, way oh. to help you. Like, oh, that's weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing um, against Chicago, though. They're friendly in Chicago. But... Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, but no, you know, know how you it mean. is. You, yeah. you know, you, yeah. you know, you, you, you you give if that's kind of your thing or you do the other thing and you don't make eye contact and you yeah. keep walking and you say no thanks buddy i gotta go mm -hmm. um but i mean yeah the trip the trip was was just so great i mean we all had such a great time um to to even talk about how nice the people are you know on our first night we had dinner in old montreal and then we were walking around because we drove past a cool looking wine bar when we were on our way to the dinner place that we went to. So we went back up and just walked in for one drink, kind of like a one and done kind of mm -hmm. thing, and then keep walking yeah. around and exploring. And we actually just sat right at the bar and ended up really hitting it off with um, the bartender and the head chef. And they were just so welcoming and so nice and just really made us 
feel like home. I mean, there, there were things that I would never, you know, forget just these memories and meeting really great people. They ended up being actually the owners of the whole restaurant. And so we ended up going back there every single night of the trip to say hi and hang out with the guys and their friends. And on the last night, they actually made a, a off menu, five course, beautiful meal for us. And it was just such an amazing experience that you don't really find a lot of places because you, some people just aren't really that welcoming and, and mm -hmm. outgoing to strangers that come in and sit at their bar or, you know, some people don't even walk in and try to have that experience. I mean, we weren't out there looking for it, but yeah. we were open enough and we wanted to, you know, just spark conversations with the people that we met. And so we sparked conversation with the bartender and that so led nice into everything else. Being that you're traveling, right? I mean, when you're traveling, you're going to go out of your way to meet people. And, and yeah. it does open you up so much more to be friendly and to go out of your, your way to just say, kind of hide everyone when you're like in the city it's like uh you know i'm coming in i'm getting a drink i'm going home but traveling yeah. so nice to open you up to meet all sorts of new people yeah and you know we went out with no real agenda i mean we didn't say okay we got to be here at this time and we got to do this at this time it was just you know wing it and that yeah. was that's the most fun i think yeah just, i feel like that was yeah. perfect and you know it, it's interesting that because it does, it's a city, so it relates to other cities that you've been to. So on one of the nights out, I think it was Friday night, we knew about this like famous strip, like Crescent Street. And there's this bar that has like these famous selfie mirrors. So you go up to the bar and the bathroom line is a mile long because it's all people trying to take like these selfies yeah. like the mirrors are cool they got like these cool like lights on them and stuff but it's taken forever mm. so we did a little bit of bar hopping um but that that strip kind of it was kind of like a river north kind of strip like hubble humble street or Hubbard Street. Hubbard Street, yeah. Humble yeah, Street. Yeah. With like the strip of all the nice yeah. bars and all the yeah. so wild it, clubs it, and all that. Right. So it, it was just like Hubbard Street. So once I kind of made that realization, I was like, okay, you know, this is all going to be kind of the same thing. We're going to go and pay what, like eight bucks a person mm -hmm. to get into a bar and it's going to be dead mm -hmm. or it's going to be like dollar drinks. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, what's the point of that? So we went into this, you know, small, smaller Irish pub and we sat outside in the back patio and it was really cool. Like the way it was set up, like the wall was kind of like a castle wall with like these torches on it and then the inside wall was like this big open window so you could see like the really lively fun band playing like your classic irish music and people clap and laugh mm -hmm. and stuff like that and you know i'm with three guys and they're all single um so yeah you know, so, so so tell me about that right because you're usually traveling right as the it's like kind of a single crew now you're in a relationship and now you're with three single yeah, guys right exactly and you Tell know me how that is like and that's the thing is that you know i could have gone a couple different ways with it where there's those people that'll travel and they're in a relationship so they're like i don't want to do anything i just want to sightsee i don't, don't want to talk to anyone and like, they kind of bring the whole vibe of the trip down where for me i'm like hey you know this is your guys weekend too you know obviously I'm here for a good time. I want us to get out and like meet people too and just have fun, have a fun night. Um, so, I mean, 
something that I actually had the idea for because I could tell that like the guys were getting a little, you know, stir crazy because we weren't really around any like big groups of women or anything at that point. And so I Googled on my phone, like the top 10 things to do for bachelorette parties mm-hmm. in Montreal. Yeah. And something that popped up was this bar, the La Champagnerie bar. And so I was like, all right, well, let's just go there and see what happens. So we go over there, we get in, and it was by far like the most perfect spot for us to be. We walk right in, and the DJ is playing like the best set of 90s, early 2000s music, you know, that kind of music that. Yeah, you know, that's the kind of music that really gets like our generation going. Um, You know, and then of course, it's like every other table in the place is a different bachelorette party. So, you know, we're all having fun and we're, you know, just having a good time. Uh, the staff there was, you know, couldn't have been nicer. Um, and, and some of the guys started making approaches and getting comfortable, stuff like that. So it, it, it ended up being being a really great trip. But, um, you know, yeah, I mean, that's the kind of thing where all it takes is kind of one person that has that attitude or has that kind of, you know, grumpy or cranky or, or the trip's not going exactly their way. So they're going to bring everybody else down with it. And we didn't have that at all. Everybody was on the same page. Um, you know, it, it was just four of us and we were sharing, you know, we, we ended up sharing this hotel room because our, our Airbnb ended up being a whole mess, but that's not a big deal. Yeah. But. Because at the end of the day, you're there for the experience, you're there for the culture, you're there for the getaway. You know, you have a good group. You came with three good guys. And yeah. Yeah, you just kind of enjoy it. I mean, I, you know, growing up playing hockey, I had the experience to go to Canada like 10 times, you know, and it's the best. It's a great country, you know, and it's funny how it kind of gets a, a weird rap, you know, but it's really an awesome place. And if it's you weird go with because, a good group, you can have fun anywhere. Yeah. Oh, know? absolutely. And it's it's funny because yeah, their their weird rap is like, oh, they're so nice. Yeah. They're, they're it's they're like, so okay, nice. what's yeah. wrong with that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, you're absolutely right. It's not just even travel. It's kind of everything in your whole life. Where mm-hmm. if you're at work in your office and there's like a Debbie Downer or someone who you know latches onto people and tries to bring everybody down and complain about every little you know change or everything that happens day to day at work Mm -hmm. or if you're you know in your personal life if you're you know going out on a regular saturday night and there's one person in the crew that's unhappy with every decision that's made but won't actually you know make a decision on their own and like stuff like that it's it it's unbelievably frustrating it's it's something that's draining too so let me ask you this right so you know last episode we kind of talked about our journey through our 20s when you're in your 20s, it's kind of all about, like, the size of the group, like, how many friends you have, like, how many people you're around. Yeah. Now being a little older, right, 31, it's like, how important is it to have the right people around you as opposed to having, like, 50 people? You know, I feel like we've kind of narrowed it down. So, I mean, yeah. you know, it's, a, it's what do you think and the importance of having the right people as opposed to just having a lot of people? Well, and I think it's I think it's even deeper than that. I, I you know, it it's not more of you, you know, actively narrowing down your, your group of friends or anything like that. But it's more of, you know, people sort of group together with the other people that want to do similar things that have similar interests and stuff like that. So, so 
people that want to go out to the bars every single night and that's all they want to do, I mean, they're going to be around other people that want to do the same thing. People that want to sit at home on a Friday night and just watch a movie, they're going to find other people that yeah. are okay with doing that yeah. too. So I think it's more of just as you kind of grow, you start to kind of, you know, naturally connect more with people around you that are, are growing in the same kind of way. I mean, I'm, I'm a big believer of the, the, one of the statements where if you're the smartest person in the room, if you're the best person in the room, then you're in the wrong room. Yeah. You know, yeah. you should be around people that are inspiring you to be yeah. better. Yeah. You know, you shouldn't be around anyone that's negative or trying to bring you down. I mean, you're always going to encounter people that, you know, are, are negative about that. And, you know, I'm sure it's just a deeper, deeper issues within them own, their own selves. Well, and I think it's so true too. And I think in a lot of ways, it's intimidating to want to surround yourself with people that are doing better than you. Right. And you want to, sometimes you feel better about yourself by being like, Oh, well, like, you know, I'm the prettiest, I'm the most successful. I'm, you know, this and that, but I think you're so right. You have to go out of your way to challenge yourself and find a, a good group of people. And I think it's so important to surround yourself with the right people because at the end of the day, your close group, your close crew, like that's what's shaping you and kind right. of making you go in the directions that you're going, you know? And I think people don't learn that when they're young and that's why they fuck up a lot because yeah. they get in that bad crowd. How many times do you hear that from your freaking parents your whole life? Right? Don't get in the bad crowd. But then as you get older, you're like, oh, now it's like you're in that bad crowd. And sometimes Absolutely. it could just be that negative, toxic, everything's terrible kind of person. I don't yeah. want to be around anybody like that. It is. And, and, you know, it's the same thing. It's, again, not to say that you should be actively trying to cut people out of your life, cut people out no. of your, your close circles, anything like that. But, you know, it's more of just you, you, you're growing, you know, and mm -hmm. you can't be, you know, the people that are, that are gonna, you know, kind of stop you from, from growing. I mean, that's not really a good representation of what you want to, you know, be what you want to put out into the world. Like think about it. The people that you're hanging out with on a regular basis, those are the people that represent you. Yeah. You know, the people yeah. that you work with every single day, guess what? That group of four or five people in your office, in your pod, that's you, yeah. you know, that you're all, Absolutely. you all blend into, you know, you're all your individuals, but you all blend into that one, you know, this is the people that represent you. This is the people that represent me kind of thing. So that's something too, where, you know, you can't be afraid to just continue growing. And if you meet people that really inspire you to, you know, think outside the box and inspire you to, you know, keep growing and push yourself to be better, things like that. I mean, I feel like that's really important. You got to hold on to stuff well, like that. And I think, you know, there's an old Italian saying that, you know, you show me who your friends are, I'll show you who you are. And I always love that quote because it's so true. You know, I mean, you who you surround yourself, whether you like it or not, is ending up, is going to end up rubbing off on you and, and rep, being a representation of you. And like you said, I mean, it's not about cutting people out, but I think you can't be afraid to cut people out. You can't be afraid to cut those lines of, okay, this person's toxic. This person's doing nothing for me except yeah. leeching on and trying to bring me down. Right. You know, and we've always talked about this too. It's like your real friends are, are you know, that are there for you. You know, everyone's like, yeah, your real friends are there for you when you're in the, when life's in the toilet and they got your back. Yeah. I'm like, well, I believe that, but I always say that your real friends are there for you when you're on top, you know, because 
most people want to see you fail. And it's like, oh, really? I mean, how many times have you seen this? Like, oh, like, you break up with your boyfriend, you break up with your girlfriend, you lose your job. Everybody's like, tell me about it, tell me about it. There's not that many people that when you get that promotion, when you get that new relationship, when you get that new whatever, and you have these great things going for you, everybody's kind of like, yeah, whatever. It's kind of funny how everyone's like, where is, what happened to everybody? Yeah. People like to see you succeed only as far as they succeed, I think, in a lot of ways. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, I feel like that's something that's, that's true when, like you said, when you're in your 20s. And for me, at least personally, I feel like, you know, not one single person in my group of, of, you know, friends, I don't feel like any of them would, you know, have that kind of mentality anymore. But I definitely, you know, could see it even as as recent as like, you know, eight, six years ago, something like that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, now I'm happy for all of my friends success. Like, Mm -hmm. I, I want my friends to conquer the world. And I feel like when they, you know, get a great deal or when they, you know, start excelling at work and get promoted, that inspires me to keep up, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's something that I I always want to surround myself with people like that, that are still working up. I mean, you don't want to surround yourself with people that are kind of comfortable with staying there because people that just hit pause. Yeah. You know, because then you're just going to, you're, you're just going to naturally kind of fall into that same mindset and you know, it, Again, I mean, maybe that's that. Maybe that's what you want to do. Maybe your mindset is you want to, you know, kind of work just your regular nine to five, and and that's it, and you're happy, and it's working for you. Then great, you know, keep it up. Good for you. I'm I'm happy that you're happy. But for me, um, you know, stuff like that never really made me happy. You know, I've always been trying to figure out ways to keep growing and keep yeah. climbing the ladder. Um, and we've always found people like that i mean that's how like you know we've stayed tight and you know we've had we found so many different friends and so many different girlfriends and so many different just all sorts of relationships and different age groups of i think ambition i think people that want to excel more and succeed more and kind of push each other you know i don't if someone's just in my life and they're not helping me and kind of motivating me it's like okay yeah they may be a friend for 20 years 30 years where you're like hey you know that's my you know, it's like, you know, people get caught up in that. Like, oh, well, that's my boy. That's my girl. Like, I can't get rid of her. And it's like, we're not saying get rid of them, but you kind of got to look in the mirror and be like, what are these people really doing for you at the end of the day? Yeah. And if it's holding you back, then well, you that's know, not a true friend. And I, I think for you to be a true friend, too, if, if that's really how you feel about a person and you kind of come to that realization that, like, hey, this person's kind of become toxic you know, what, you know, talk with them, figure out what made them become that way. Are they upset about, you know, something at, at work? I mean, maybe they just need that extra push too, to, to start getting better. I mean, you know, it's, it's interesting, but I, I remember having a conversation with you, you know, probably like, you know, six years ago, maybe even five, but, um, it's kind of an awkward conversation where it's hey man you know my partner's kind of not in the best shape of their life and it's uncomfortable because you don't want to say hey listen Mm -hmm. you you gotta you gotta get out there you gotta get on this diet like Mm -hmm. stuff like that so the best way to do that is hey i'm gonna better myself yeah are you in this with me i'm Mm -hmm. gonna start doing this i'm gonna take this really seriously i'm gonna start 
you know, working out like crazy. I'm going to start dieting like a lunatic and, you know, yeah. really, really Absolutely. get there. Yeah. Are you in this with me? Are we in this together? And, you know, you want that person, whether it's you're talking to a partner in that similar situation or maybe it's you're talking to that friend, that toxic person, and you're saying, listen, I'm not happy where I am. I'm yeah. going to do X, Y, Z to get better. Either, I want you there with you're me. You're either going to keep up or you're going to get... Well, I mean, that's kind you of know, the thing is I feel out. like you, you, you know, I feel like you owe it to your friends to yeah. kind of give them that chance. I mean, you know, you want to believe that your friends are there for you thick and thin. I mean, it's kind of like, hey, that person's at a low point. I don't want to be at a low point, so see ya. But yeah. it's, it's, it's better, I feel like, to go and do an approach where it's, hey, I understand you're at a low point. I'm at a low point, too. And I can tell you're at a low point because of the way that you act and behave and mm. what you know, we kind of do in a social setting and I'm ready for a change for a change. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. do this. I'm, yeah. I'm in it. Are you, you know, are I you want you with, with me? me. Yeah. I yeah. want you with me. Like, Hey, I want you to come with me, but it's like, this is where I'm going, you know? And I think certain ambitious people, like, and we've been blessed by really surrounding ourselves with a lot of that. It's like, this is where I'm heading. This is right. where we're going. Like you're either with me and I'm, I got your back. Like, I, Hey man, we're offering you our hand. Like we all want to go to this together, but it's like, we're not losing focus on what we want to achieve. And I think, I think as long as you know that and you have enough willpower to be like, no matter what, they're not going to hold me back and stop me. I think that's, that's good to try to bring your people up. But if those people, if you don't have enough willpower where you're like, man, I really want to achieve this. And then you have those negative people around you that are like, why, why would you do that? And you're kind of like, yeah. yeah, you know what? Okay. Yeah, you're right. Maybe I don't want it. It's like, well, now you're not strong enough to like, I think me and you are at a point where no matter what anyone says, they're not going to stop us, right? Like, no matter no, what, yeah. so, like, like I know where I want to go and that's it. Right. But if when you're a little younger, a little more impressionable, that's where it's so important to surround yourself with those right people because yeah. that could shift your whole life. I mean, those people telling you, no, nah, you can never do that. That'll never work. And it's all like, oh, shit. And that, yeah. that may change your whole you know, change your whole path. Now, instead of going for your dream that you believed in, you let someone get to you, you let the close people in your life get to you. And now you're like, oh, well, okay, you're right. And now you, you just completely, you know, held yourself back for the people around you that aren't, you know, Absolutely. ambitious at all themselves. I mean, think about a scenario to what, what could happen. I mean, so we started this podcast, mm-hmm. you know, we had a lot of conversations mm-hmm. about starting this podcast and, you know, we started it with that right mindset of, hey, you and I are having really good conversations with each other, you know, week to week about what we can do different ways to continue to better ourselves yeah, and exactly. and help each other grow. So it was something that kind of dawned on us together, like, hey, that's a perfect kind of podcasting to talk about because there's a lot of people out there, too, that are having the same conversations with each yeah. other of, of how to get better, how to, you know, advance their career, how to advance personally, things like that. So, you know, it's just sort of something that we talked about a lot doing and absolutely there could have been people saying, Oh yeah, right. No one's Mm going to listen to that. That's going to be so stupid. You guys are going to fail. It's going to be a waste of time, you know, stuff like that. But you know, who cares? I mean, it's something too, where it's just, how are you going to know if you never try? I think people focus too much on what other people think. You know, and that's flip gears a little bit here to social media now. So now we're part of a world where you're 
all day, every day is focused on everything else around you but yourself. Yeah. So you're so distracted by what he's doing, what they're doing. And now you have a platform of like just negativity. Like, you know, you put, you post something and then instantly someone negative just like, like trolls the shit out of you, you yeah. know? And it's like, you're constantly getting beaten. So, I mean, I think it's so much more important too to just, yeah, just stay true. Like we talked about last episode, stay right. true to you. Well, it's the same, you know, I think the theme of that is just, you know, don't take it too seriously. Don't, no. don't, don't use social media as a platform to impress others, but use it just to, you know, have fun, like do something that you like. So I posted some pictures from the Montreal trip and I honestly was just sitting on a plane having fun, like editing the pictures and I wanted to post it because I wanted to have it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I didn't post it to be like, oh, I hope I get some 200 likes, I likes. Hope I get some validation yeah. and stuff like that. I mean that at the end of the day, that's not really, but how much do you think is out there though? That people just live for the validation. Oh, so many, right? Like they Hundreds. live for the, you know, you have 10,000 Facebook friends, but you don't have a single thing to do on the weekend. Right? Oh, for sure. Like you have all these followers, but you don't have any real true relationships yeah. of actually being able to do shit. Well, I mean, it's the same thing where, you know, anyone will tell you that, if you really think that people are as happy as they like mm. are forcing down your throat with their social media stuff, like, guess what? Uh, they're not. What was they're, that one quote we used to say? Oh man. I, I know this is going to sound bad if I don't remember it, but oh my God. I know it was like, <laughs> you know, um, something, I don't know. I forgot. Terrible. I know. <laughs> that was so good too. It was just about how, you know, people show you their, like people are showing you their highlight reel. Like don't get sucked into someone's highlight yeah. reel. Like that's not their life. Like right. it's just they're just showing you their brief highlight reel. Like yeah. but that's their that's not their day to day. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, and you know, I think for for somebody that's just looking through it and and looking on, I mean, you know, don't don't get sucked into the that you know, mentality of like the grass is green. You're like, oh man, that guy's life mm -hmm. is so much cooler yeah. than mine. Or like, yeah. oh man, I can't believe that, you know, that girl is doing that or, you know, that these guys are doing this. I mean, that's, it's just sort of a trap. I mean, cause those people are probably looking at Instagram too and saying, oh yeah. man, I wish we were doing this. Yeah. Like, why aren't we doing this? And we've been caught into it. Like I've been caught into it where you're like looking and you're like, man, like I'm freaking bored. I mean, my yeah. girlfriend has to deal with that, like, you know, summer and I'm like, you know, I'm, I mean, what are we doing? I'm bored. And it's like, what are you talking about? We're doing this, 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 this. And it's like, you're just caught like off guard being like, oh man, it's true. Like you got to sometimes take a step back and be like, you know, yeah, like life's good, you know? And well, that's the same thing. So that could even lead you to becoming a toxic person to be around. If you're around moping around all weekend with your girlfriend yeah. And you're just all upset because it looks like people are having more fun than you on social media. Yeah. Then guess what? She's not going to have fun and she's no. not going to want to hang out with you for yeah. very much longer. Yeah. And then you're done. So that's the perfect thing where, you know, you don't realize that, hey, your negativity is yeah. affecting, you know, those people around you, those Everybody. people that you're hanging out with. I yeah. mean, that's the, the kind of perfect thing. But again, so maybe that toxic person in your life is upset because you're not doing that cool stuff that they want to be doing. So, I mean, you just got to ask those people, Hey, what's the deal? You know? And I think that kind of, you know, I think this, I think the perfect essential for this week's episode yeah. 
is, you know, just what we talked about, about not letting those toxic people negatively affect your life. So, you know, we can call the essential, even what I said earlier about if you're the best yeah. person in the room, yeah. you're in the wrong room, you know. And again, with, with the point of it being you want people surrounding you that are going to be, you know, pushing you to do better, inspiring you to keep moving forward. You don't want to surround yourself with the people that are, you know, negative and bringing people down. And, you know, if you've got a group of people and you're thinking to yourself, like, what is going on? Like, these guys are losers. You know, guess yeah. what? The people looking at that group with you in it, if you're the yeah. best out of yeah. the group, guess what? You're the best loser there. Yeah. You know, it's kind whether of whether you like it or not, it's, you're it's, tied into that. Yeah, you know, it's the yeah. re- it's the way that the people you surround yourself represent you. Yeah, and there's nothing more true to it. And like I said, if you're, you know, walking around your neighborhood, you know, for example, and everyone around your neighborhood, you're looking around, you're like, what, what are these people doing? Like, what are these people wearing? What are these yeah. these people don't take care of themselves? What's going on here? Then guess what? You're in the wrong neighborhood. Yeah. Time to go. Time you know, to move. you should, you should on. be, you know, making moves. And it's like, it's like the same as when you're at work, you know, you dress for the job you want, yeah, not, not the job you yeah. have live in the neighborhood for the lifestyle that you want. Yeah. Not the lifestyle you have. If you are upset because there's nowhere to go in your neighborhood, there's, you wish you had better restaurants in your neighborhood, your, your neighborhood, hood has bad restaurants okay so maybe you should move to the neighborhood that has the good restaurants that you can walk to that you can walk to go get coffee you can walk to you know the public transportation you can do all that stuff that you want to do because the more you kind of live and just look in on people that are doing that the more in your head you're going to get the more you know depressed and even if you think like for example restaurants let's say you're going to say you know what i'm going to stay in that neighborhood but I'm going to make the nicest restaurant in that neighborhood. You're still trying to be something that, that it doesn't want. Yeah. Like those people are still not intrigued. They're like, I'm, I settled with mediocrity. I like those shitty restaurants. Yeah, yours is nice, but I don't yeah. want it. I mean, trust me, if you're in a neighborhood with no good restaurants, it has no good restaurants for a reason. Because yeah. the neighborhood doesn't want good restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they don't last. I mean, there's tons of them out there that do that. Um, you know, but but on that, why don't we why don't we take a quick break here, and um, when we come back, we've got actually some fan questions. Um, some people wrote some questions into us on the the email account, so why don't we check those out, and um, we'll be back in a second. All right, welcome back. So we've got an email in. An email question here. Hi, I'd love to hear your thoughts on what makes one approachable. I'll be back with more. Love your channel, smiley face. Super fan. Sounds like a sounds like a nice lady. Yeah. Or a guy could be either, but um, you know it, it's interesting because the reason why it seems like a nice lady is just kind of the way that it's. A little bit written, Throwing but it's out also smiley faces and shit. Yeah, I mean, I type with smiley faces too, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with that, actually. Yeah, but you know what? I feel I feel like it's more of a social construct that it's you know on the the men to to do the approach, 
Yeah. So yeah. I think if you're, I think if you're a, a woman and you're going out with the mindset that, okay, I want to be approached, then off the top of my head, there's a couple things you could do. If you're going out with a group of girlfriends, you know, make yourself open, you know, make yourself uh, inviting. Obviously, you're going to want to attract a certain type of person. And this is how you're going to attract those people. If yeah. you're the drunkest one of the group and you can't even stand up, um, I hope you don't attract anyone yeah. because you're it's going to be a, drunk a weirdo or a total creep. Yeah. And you're going to want, you know, your, your girlfriend should be, you know, getting you home yeah. at that point. Um, and the other side is too, like if you're the one sitting at the table with a stone look on your face and your friends are just dancing around you and you're clearly looking like you're not having fun, guess what? Uh, you're probably not going to get approached and because you look intimidating. Well, and here's my thing. So two things, your energy level is going to attract what energy level he's going to bring, right? If you're dancing and wild and having fun, you're going to attract that kind of energy level from a guy. If you're sitting there just sipping a drink, really calm and quiet, you're going to probably attract that kind of energy level from a guy. You know, yeah. very rarely is a guy going to come up to a girl who's just sitting there sipping on like a whiskey drink, like raging and trying to dance. Yeah. You know? Right. And also the other approach, the other, um, I think the main thing for approachability, and again, we've talked to so many women about this. We have a lot of friends that are single and they're always like, you know, I never get approached. I think limiting how many people you go out with. I think one woman going out with another woman is a lot less intimidating than one woman oh, sure. going out with eight women. Sure. And it's like, I never get approached. I'm like, because there's eight beautiful women. Yeah. Like, you got to tone that down a little bit, you know? Right, exactly. And that's, you know, that's the same thing. And and about kind of body language and stuff like that, if you're, if you're sitting and and smiling at people like you know you make eye contact with that that cute guy across the bar and you smile i mean to me that's sending a signal hey get over here come talk to me yeah. kind of thing um you know if you did that to me today i might just i'll you know honestly i'll just send you my send you my tab that's simple because you know, i feel that's, like you owe me the drink that's the that go-to move actually sending <laughs> sending the tab just to kind of mix it up yeah you know Not i don't to be too I don't, predictable I, I don't send drinks to people yeah. i actually that's I'll so send 90s. Yeah, sending yeah, yeah. drinks is 90s. Sending a sure you... tab is 2019. Yeah, they, so then the server brings the tab over, and then I'm just pointing, <laughs> pointing at them with a smile gotcha, and a, and a little wink. Thanks. Yeah. Um, but I think um, I don't think you could go wrong with a smile in general, in life. Like you're in a bar, like pop a smile at someone. It's disarming. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. You know, right. and just kind of a like a simple, you know, give give like more than one glance, right? You look at a guy, okay. And then if you look back, I mean, some guys, let's be honest, right? We've seen it a million times. Like, they have no social cues. Sure. No social yeah. dynamics. And they have no confidence to approach women. So it's easier, though, to approach two. So if a guy doesn't have a lot of confidence, he's definitely not going to approach five. Sure. It's not going to approach, you know, like, that's a lot Well, and if you're if you're with two and, I mean, then it's easier for a, a guy to be like, oh, wingman me over here, mm -hmm. you know, kind of yeah. thing like that. I mean, there's there's a lot of it that's that's really intimidating for a guy to go over and, and talk to a beautiful woman. But you know, something too about making yourself approachable is, you know, so we kind of defaulted to, to being out at a bar trying to meet people. Yeah. But there's definitely, you know, situations where maybe you are at the grocery store and 
and there's that you know hot guy buying bagels or something and you want him to approach you i don't know have fun with it drop something on the ground by him be like oh my gosh uh, uh, you know something like that i mean yeah. that could be fun but again it's all about body language if you want yeah. someone to talk to you and you're doing your best to avoid making eye contact with them and keeping your head down and keeping to yourself and like staying like you know kind of really small and, and hiding then yeah no one's gonna talk to you because you're sending signals that you don't yeah. want to be talked to yeah but if you're more open and you're more you know, relaxed with your, your body language and you're looking at people and you're making eye contact and you're, you're smiling. I think that generally, if you're doing that kind of across the board, wherever you are, you have a more higher yeah. chance of having someone come and, and start a conversation. I mean, nothing's ever going to be perfect because no. there's always going to be, you know, if, if you're waiting for someone to come to you, then get real comfortable because there is, a, a pretty high chance and this goes for guys and girls um, more so for guys because yeah you know trust me if, if you're the guy not too many women that, approach no it, it, and if you're the guy that's sitting there using these cues to try to have a woman approach you again it's you know get comfy buddy because yeah. it it's yeah. gonna be you got uh you know one percent chance yeah of yeah. that happening you gotta grow a pair to say it bluntly, I mean, yeah. you got to get confidence. Like it's intimidating, but you have to get out there and you have to go get yourself. And this is where we always say too, like guys don't want to do it the hard way because of social media. It's like, oh, like I'm going to sit on Tinder. I'm going to sit on Bumble or whatever the 500 apps and just swipe away. It's like, listen, there's nothing. If it's not broke, you don't need to fix it. It's never broke to walk and talk to pretty women, all women, any woman. Go meet them. Go talk to them. Go break the ice with them. Get yeah. out of that comfort zone. It's intimidating. Yes, you're going to get denied. Yes, you're not going to die. No, they're not going to turn yeah. and like murder you. Like, right. just go out and have fun with it and enjoy it. And on a woman's side, you're going to get what you put into it and you're going to get where you go. So if you're in the bar scene, which is majority of where guys are approaching, go to the nicer spots, right? right. You want to go to nicer places, go to where guys are wearing suits, go to where yeah. guys are spending a little more money, go to where guys are drinking the nicer stuff. The classier the place, the classier the guy. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and you know, it, it's, it's tricky because I know there are women out there that they absolutely don't want to meet a guy in a bar because mm -hmm. they maybe have, a stigma of, oh, no, I'm just going to meet someone who just wants to party and, and go out. But again, go sit at the restaurant yeah. of a, a nice place, go a little bit early, go before dinner time, before it's, you know, the date crowd, you know, go, um, you know, you don't want to go somewhere that's, it's happy hour right now, because that's going to be, you know, kind of more rage. And that's not really yeah. what you yeah. want. I mean, unless it is, but there you well, go. And it goes back to what we were saying of who you want to hang out with, do what you like to do. Like if yeah. you're a gym person and you love active fitness stuff, go out of your way to go right. do more active fitness stuff. Exactly. And then meet those guys through that and yeah. be more active in that. Well, and that's that's a fantastic point because that that's 100% it. If you want a guy to approach you and you want to meet a certain type of guy, so if you do want to meet that more classy guy, you know, if you, if you got a picture in your head and it's a guy wearing like a suit and nice shoes and a nice watch, you know, stuff like that. 
well, you're not going to go find him at the sports bar no. at, you know, 9 p.m. on a Thursday. Mm. You know, you got to go somewhere a little bit nicer. You got to yeah. go to a nicer restaurant. And, you know, it, it it's definitely a, a harder thing because you're going to be doing more of the same, just sort of sitting and putting out those social cues mm. to be approached. But again, at the end of the day, you know, I think it's a it says a lot about a woman that's strong enough in her own confidence to make that move and go talk to someone. If you are a woman, if you're a beautiful woman sitting at a bar and it's a nice upscale bar and you see a guy, you know, and, and you're giving your signals, your body language yeah. is good and he's just still just totally not down. getting it because trust me, for whatever reason, I think that we as men are, are naturally programmed to ignore all of that and just not get it until I feel like it's like a learned thing yeah. that, Oh, that means, yeah. that means you want me to talk to you. Yeah. What? Yeah. You know, it's just, it's, it's funny, but I think mm -hmm. that, you know, you can send that guy the drink or why don't you send the bartender over to him? And the bartender says, uh, yeah, the, uh, young lady at the end of the bar would love if you bought her a drink. Yeah. I mean, that'd yeah. be, that'd be a classic. I mean, what do you have move? to lose? I mean, yeah. You know, you don't have anything to lose. You're trying yeah. thinking outside the box, you know, you know, what's the guy going to say? You know, he says, no, I'm not going to buy you a drink. Okay. Yeah. No, oh man. Yeah. Night's ruined. Not yeah. really. Yeah. Well, you know. and I think, I mean, again, and here's the thing. We've talked to a lot of beautiful women that don't get approached often because it's, again, it is intimidating. You have to put yourself in positions that are more easygoing, I think, if you're really struggling. And again, it goes back to just doing doing something fun. If bar scene's not your scene, which yeah. you kind of outgrow, you get in your 30s, 40s, maybe sure. you're divorced, put yourself in the community. Go to fest. Go to, you know, be, yeah. be active in things that, like, find some things you like and just start showing up. It's intimidating. Again, it's awkward. Yeah. But you have to kind of expand your horizon a little bit more. I mean, how many times have we said this? We've heard people be like, but I'm over the bar scene. It's like, okay, but yeah, there's great. a lot to do in life. Yeah. Right. Than I mean, more than just bars. Yeah. And I think, I think the, I think the answer to the question is if you want to be approached, you know, it, it, body language is everything. Mm -hmm. Act like you want to be approached. Yeah. If you go out and you say, I don't know, nobody approaches me, but I want to be approached. And then you go out and you're sitting there and you're staring at the wall or staring at your phone mm -hmm. the That's whole time. One. You're not looking at anyone. Your yeah. body language says it all. So if you're doing that or if you're looking at people with like a mean mug and you're just giving people dirty looks left and right, guess what? You're not going to get approached, yeah. you know, and it's the body language is everything. So, you know, body language, eye contact. Don't be afraid to, to shoot a smile their way. Always a smile. Yeah. Never a bad thing to so send a smile. Thanks so much for sending in that question. You know, keep the questions coming, you guys. Yeah. It, it's really great. Um, send them to the Gmail account, essentialspod at gmail.com. You can feel free to, you know, go to the Twitter page, Instagram handle, you know, throw something in the comments and uh, on the YouTube, whatever you want to do. Um, absolutely. You know, please like, subscribe, share the podcast. Um, you know, going to be available soon on all platforms. So get what the word out. What is it going to be on, on the, uh, the iPhone? 
so it's it's just still going through the uh, approval process, so it should be. Okay, so know, to look for that soon. Should just be. They they told me twenty four hours, but yeah. you know, who knows? Yeah. So um, yeah, keep your eye out for that. Um, like I said, thanks so much for tuning in. Um, it's been great, and remember, keep grinding.